Get your questions ready. The Fantasy Forecast with Anita Marks starts right now. What's up, what's up? It is Fantasy Forecast here on 98.7 ESPN. As always, uh, we get you up to speed on all the news and notes, what you need to be in the know about uh, as we get closer to 1130. Always say you want to uh, set your alarm for 1130 so that you're near some type of device so you could check out and see, um, you know, what players are active, who's active, as I like to, as I like to call it, active and attractive, uh, or, or not even suiting up. So um, let's get you started. Uh, so we do that the first segment, and then, of course, uh, we open up the phone lines, we get your calls, you've got any questions. Uh, maybe you've got, you know, this is the last week for trades for a lot of people, you know, depending, of course, every league is different. I know that, you know, depending on, you know, what your manager did, uh, you know, when you could possibly, you know, pull off your last trade. I know last night I was, uh, I was home. I was watching, what was I watching? Ooh, I started, I started watching Yellow Jackets. Ty, you're, you're not really, you're not really big into shows, right? I mean, you just became a dad. I know you've got a lot going on at home. Is that why? Like, I, I just feel like on Saturdays when it's you, me and Jake, we sit here, Jake and I talk about a lot of shows that we watch. You, you, you don't really chime in much. Yeah, I'm I'm typically late to those parties. Like you guys are first arriving. I'm getting there at like 1130 right before it ends. Okay. All right. Um, so, so I, I, last night, Yellow Jackets is a new show that's out, and it's really, like, first two episodes are out. It's really good. So I was home last night. I was prepping for today. I was watching Yellow Jackets, and uh, I got a text message from uh, a, a, a league that I'm in from the commissioner. Uh, by the way, uh, Sam and Jamie Brown, for all you old, older Giants fans, Tim Brown was their father, one-time voice of your New York football giants. Um, so, uh, so the Brown sisters are very dear friends of mine, and I've been a part of their fantasy league for over 10 years now. So anyway, I got a text message from Jamie saying, hey, listen, there's this trade that was offered. Do you mind all okaying it so we can get the trade done before tomorrow morning? Um, it's not usually how trades work, but, you know, uh, who am I to, uh, you know, ruin somebody's parade? Uh, I'd use a different phrase, but we are a family show. So anyway, um, I know that this is the last week for trades. So maybe there's a trade offer that's on the table for you uh, that you're considering, or maybe there's a trade offer you want to offer, and maybe your commissioner will allow you to get that trade to go through before kickoff today. I am here for you. 800-919-3776. As always, we'll hear from Cynthia Freeland coming your way at 730, thereabouts. Uh, and then we will take you to 8 o'clock. Matthias Kiwanuka will jump on board and, uh, and join us on the program, talking all things Giants as they get ready to take on a very explosive Philadelphia Eagles offense. And, of course, the Jets, who are in Houston with Zach Wilson back under center. And Ty likes that, by the way. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but, all right, let's get you up to speed. Okay, quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers. Um, like he showed the world this week on his media Zoom call, he's dealing with a toe issue. But apparently he hasn't practiced all week. But you know what they do? If you've played sports, they've done it to me. They've done it to you. Just, you know, load that thing up with cortisone and uh, some, some type of painkiller. 
put a carbon fiber plate in that cleat and get out there and just uh, try to avoid Aaron Donald today, Roger. That's what you do. Uh, I would not play Aaron Rodgers today, by the way, if uh, if I had him in fantasy. Uh, I would elect for another quarterback. Um, I do have some concerns, A, about the toe, and B, the fact that he's going up against Aaron Donald and that Rams defense coming off of a bye. Uh, Baker Mayfield, dealing with a shoulder and a knee, is expected to go, but said that this is the most that he's been beat up in a long time. And as I said earlier, and we know here in New York, Zach Wilson is back under center. I would not play one of these three quarterbacks today. I would avoid all three of them, just FYI. At the wide receiver spot, uh, Corey Davis, unfortunately, uh, groin has been downgraded to doubtful. I know he was questionable all week. He was downgraded to doubtful, so it doesn't look like he's going to play. Um, hopefully the Jets get a big game from Elijah Moore. I do like Elijah Moore today. Uh, Jarvis Landry, Donovan Peoples-Jones, uh, both these guys are banged up. Keep an eye whether or not they start or not. If they don't start, Baker Mayfield likes to target his tight ends. So uh, it, whether it's Njoku or uh, Austin Hooper, if uh, if both those cats are, are inactive, which there, I think there's a, a greater possibility that, that – Peoples-Jones will be inactive. I don't believe that Landry will be inactive. But just in case they are, I think those tight ends could be a sneaky good play today. Mike Evans dealing with a back issue, but he's expected to go. Mike Evans and Tom Brady have kind of been off. Just haven't really been connecting. Uh, Evans, huge in the red zone, good with tight ends, but isn't averaging a lot of targets a game. And then, of course, now we know Gronk is back. He came back last week. So... Uh, not sure. Not sure if I'm. I'm big on Evans today. Kadarius Tony downgraded to doubtful. Sterling Shepard is out. Could be a, a heavy game for Evan Ingram. I think Evan Ingram will benefit uh, from the injuries that we're seeing here with the Giants and especially in the passing game for Daniel Jones. Um, Agnew is out indefinitely with a hip. Lat- uh, um, Latavius uh, Chenault, I think, is a sneaky great play today. A sneaky great play. Atlanta, their defense is horrible. They're really, really bad against the pass. So uh, Chenault should get an up, a huge uptick in targets. And if you're getting that kind of volume, I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes the day like seven receptions, maybe 80 yards, and scores a touchdown against Atlanta. And he might be available on some of your waiver wires. So it could be a sneaky good flex play for you, especially if also if you're desperate for a wide receiver. As we know, um, you know you've got Kansas City that's on a bye. Um, so, uh, you know, if, if you have Tyreek Hill, maybe you're in, you're, you're in need as well as AJ Brown, AJ Brown placed on IR dealing with a chest issue. He's out now. I love the Patriots today, right? But I, I think Tennessee is going to be playing from behind. They really don't have a rushing attack. So Westbrook Aiken is there. I, I know who, what Anita, what are you talking about? Nick? Westbrook Aiken is will be there should be their lead wide receiver now with that being said what does Bill Belichick and the Patriots do you know do they just totally focus on taking the running game out of the equation for Ryan Tannehill I personally think that's what they do they have Hilliard and Foreman in that in that backfield neither of them scare me I mean really no skilled position player on the Tennessee Titans skills scares me so uh, 
But Westbrook Aiken should get a huge uptick in targets. So, again, that's another wide receiver that could be a sneaky good play for you today. Antonio Brown will be inactive. That whole fake Vax card is still looming. It's hovering. It's out there. It's not going away. That's quite frightening. Keep an eye on that. Uh, Hollywood Brown, wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens, still dealing with a thigh issue, was able to be uh, limited at practice this week. Keep an eye on that whether or not he can start or not. Uh, you've got Curtis Samuel, uh, who ex- is expected back for uh, for the Washington team. <laughs> Always got to get used to saying that, the Washington team. So um, not that I would play him, but if you have room on your roster, you've got room on your bench, you've got just, quote-unquote, a guy who's sitting there collecting dust, doing nothing, um, pick him up now because here's what happened. This is, and, and this is what I always, this is what you should do. This is what I do. And that is like, for example, on Thursday, I was getting, you know, all week we were hearing Matt Breida, Matt Breida, Matt Breida, right? Like that Buffalo Bills backfield, lackluster, anemic, right? Note like whether it's Singletary, whether it's Zach Moss, neither of these guys are fitting the bill. Breida has been exciting at practice. Uh, he's leading all the running backs in yards per carry. So, you know, we were hearing how he was like, kind of injecting that B12 shot into the uh, excitement and the enthusiasm in that offense. So I picked up Matt Breida. Had him on my bench. I actually played him in t- – I put him in my flex. I was desperate. I put him in my flex in two of my 12. Ended up 18 points. Thank God he scored a, a, a last – like in the last three minutes he rushed for a touchdown. Or no, no, I think it was a pass from, from – uh, uh, from Josh Allen, but nonetheless, Brita has a big game, so looks like more than likely, uh, you know, they're going to utilize Brita moving forward. Now I don't have to fight for Brita on the waiver wire, so you know, if if pay attention to what's being said out there, pay attention to the news, pay attention to the players that a number of beat reporters and uh, and those that break news, pay attention to who they're talking about. And again, if you've got dead weight on your roster, like, for example, Adrian Peterson, right? Like Adrian Peterson, uh, they cut. So I dropped Adrian Peterson. I could have I could have picked up Ayuk, who I think is going to have a, 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 solid, a solid season moving forward. He's finally out of the doghouse with Kyle Shanahan, right? But... I've got a I've got a lot of wide receivers. I'm good with wide receiver. So and you know if if you can find a diamond in the rough and who knows Matt Breida just might be that guy. So I just use that as an as an example. Curtis Samuel could be the same thing. He's been on the shelf all season long because of a groin issue. So this is expecting this to be his first game back. Let's say he blows it up again. Just you know. Be one step ahead of everyone. That's, that's another big key in, to, in, in regard to how you win your fantasy football um, season each and every year. All right. Uh, in regard to, uh, I think that's it, in regard to wide receivers. Uh, running backs. Ezekiel Elliott, if you have Ezekiel Elliott, he's banged up his knee. Obviously, Dallas is off. There's some talk and speculation that they're going to put him on the shelf. They're going to rest him for maybe a game or two. What does that mean? Pollard is going to uh, – to I, I like Pollard anyway. And I think Paul, give Pollard, given the opportunity, I think he crushes it. So if I had Ezekiel Elliott, there's two things I would do. Number one, I would look to trade him to the person who has Pollard. 
or I would try to trade for Pollard if, if I had Ezekiel Elliott. I would do one of one or the other. Uh, and if you could still get that trade in before your trade deadline ends. Um, Rashad Penny and, uh, and Homer are out. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't. Alex Collins, do you trust that backfield for the Seattle Seahawks? I don't. Uh, Kareem Hunt expected back in the backfield for the Kansas City Chiefs, but again, they're on a bye, so just keep that in mind moving forward. Um, well, not the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm sorry, for the Cleveland Browns. So, uh, sorry. So the Cleveland Browns play later on tonight. It's an 8:20 game. It's an evening game. So just keep that in mind in regard to Nick Chubb. Now, Hunt just coming off of IR, are they going to work him in slowly? Uh, is it going to be, uh, you know, uh, a pitch, uh, you know, is he going to be on a pitch count? Probably. I wouldn't play Kareem Hunt tonight. But also I'd be concerned that he's going to obviously take away from Nick Chubb. And uh, But at the same time, before Hunt got injured, both Chubb and Hunt were delivering big time. Okay? Uh, Carter, as we know here in New York, put on IR. I think this could be a big game for Ty Johnson. I think Ty Johnson's going to be utilized a lot in both the passing and rushing attack, but I'm worried that Coleman could steal some touchdowns. Part of me feels that the Jets are going to bring in Tevin Coleman on the goal line or when they get into the red zone. Hopefully they do that often today. So that's, that's my concern there. But if you said, Anita, I've got Johnson, I got Coleman, who should I start? I'd go Johnson, especially if you're in a PPR, because I think he'll be utilized in the passing game. Uh, Howard out, running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think we're going to get a heavy dose of Miles Sanders today, but I do believe that they're going to work in Bart, uh, Bart Scott, Boston Scott. So I think Boston Scott could be a sneaky good flex play today against the Giants. Sounds like Elijah Mitchell is back in action for the 49ers. Uh, you know, he had finger surgery two weeks ago. It's, it's, it's obvious that backfield doesn't run the same without him back there. So uh, I, I do like Elijah Mitchell today against Minnesota. Minnesota, one of the worst rushing defenses in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> if you have reaped the benefits of uh, Damian Harris in the backfield for the Patriots, those days are over. Stevenson, rookie, definitely has proven his worth and his self. So now I think we are going. We are back to a running back by committee in the backfield for the Patriots. I know. I hate to say it. I've got Harris on a lot of rosters as well, but you know this is this is what the Patriots do. I, I think it's been a treat for us that we've had Harris as the the lone back bell cow in that backfield for the Patriots. I think that's over now. Saquon Barkley's dealing with an ankle. I do expect him to play today. How, you know, active, attractive, how attractive is he going to be? I don't know. I, I mean, listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you to, to, to bench Barkley. You probably drafted him in the first round of your league. But I just, heads up, realistic expectations. I'm not expecting much from Barkley today. I, maybe he'll be utilized more in the passing game. I, I think the Giants are going to have to pass the ball to stay up to speed with the points that I think Philadelphia is going to put on the board today. We'll see. Aaron Jones expected back in the backfield for the Green Bay Packers. Keep an eye on that. News might change. It is a knee. If he's back, then obviously A.J. Dillon then elevate, then doesn't elevate, uh, but goes from, actually declines, goes from a running back one slash running back two to no more than a flex play today. Okay, so keep that in mind. Tight ends, if you have Darren Waller, apparently he had an MRI the knee injury, not so significant, so that's good. Let's hope that he'll be back in action next week. 
Here's another one that you want to definitely pick up on your roster, and that's Lamar Thomas. There's no Ricky Seals-Jones. He's been placed on IR. He's out. Logan Thomas comes back in action for uh, for the Washington football team after a really bad hamstring issue. He's been on the shelf for quite a while. Uh, even if you don't need a tight end, like I said earlier, maybe you got some dead weight on your roster, on your bench. Throw that dead weight away. Pick up Thomas. Store him. If he comes out and he has a big game today, then, uh, then you know, uh, and, and look and see, look and see. Maybe, maybe there's some really favorable matchups for tight ends as we get closer into the postseason and possibly the week of the championship. Thomas is an unbelievable talent. Ebron for the Pittsburgh Steelers placed on IR. Friermuth uh, should get the bulk, obviously, of the plays out of the tight end position. And uh, Ben Roethlisberger, we've seen it happen all season, gaining more and more trust with him, especially in the red zone. Uh, Trotman, as we know, out four to six weeks, unfortunate injury on Turkey Day, so take that into consideration. Janu Smith is dealing with a shoulder issue. Hunter Henry is dealing with a neck issue. I expect both of them to be active today for the Patriots, but just a heads up, stay tuned again to that 1130 active-inactive list just to make sure those tight ends are active for you. This is the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks. Uh, we're going to hear from Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network. We'll find out what her favorite plays are heading into week 12. But first, let's get to your calls. Shelton in Staten Island. Welcome in. What you got? Good morning, Anita. Hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Champagne problem at tight end. Gronk or Mark Andrews? And as always, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, I would go Gronk today, especially, you know, A.B. is still out. It's, it's evident that Tom Brady has a certain um, connection, uh, comfortability with, with Gronk. And um, I, I like the Colts today. I think, I think the Patriots are going to be playing from behind. So uh, I think they're going to be passing the ball a lot. And it's not like the Tennessee Titans are... Uh, you know, that their defense uh, doesn't limit tight ends on the offensive side of the ball. So, um, so I, I do like, I would, I would play Gronk over, uh, over Mark Andrews. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Eric in Oakland. Eric, you're up. Good morning, Anita. How are you? Good morning. Um, all right. Running back to help. A.J. Mm-hmm. Dillon, Kareem Hunt, Cordell Patterson, or Fournette? Uh, I, I love Cordell Patterson. If you recall the, uh, the week before he, he did not play. So he hasn't played in two weeks. He was dealing with an ankle issue. He was limited at practice this week. If he's active, you know, especially in a PPR, uh, I, I think, I think that's, that's where you go. I, I, you know, as, as, as horrible as the Atlanta Falcons and the Jacksonville Jaguars are, um, I, I think this is going to be an entertaining game based on uh, points. I, I think a lot of points are going to be are, are going to be scored in this game. So, and I think Cordero Patterson is is going to be a big part of that. Uh, if you if you want to go with Fournette, don't have a problem with it either. He's getting 98 percent of the touches in the backfield, even though Jones is back there. But I I just I really like Patterson this week against Jacksonville. Let's go to Jordan in Staten Island. Jordan, you're up. Welcome in. Good morning, Anita. I have a uh, running back question. Now, 
I don't really feel good about either one of these two, but I'd have to start one between David Johnson and Miles Gaskin. Uh, wow. Um, yeah. Here, here's the yeah. thing. I, I, I like, I like David. I like David. I like David Johnson's volume and matchup against the Jets. As we know, the Jets—they're horrible against the run. So I, I do like that. Um, I, I think, I think David Johnson's ceiling is higher. But at the same time, like you know, you know what you get with Miles Gaskin, right? You you know what you get from him. Uh, and Carolina is also very good against the run, and I think the Miami Dolphins are going to be playing from behind. Uh, I just read a stat last night when I was preparing for uh, the Daily Wager show, and that is the Carolina Panthers are the number, the third best team in regard to point point differential in the first half of games. So what does that mean? So they score, they rank third in the NFL in most points scored in the first half of football games, which means that, uh, you know, they, they put together a really great game script. The first, I don't know, the first 16 to 20 plays are scripted. And so I think, I think two things here. I think number one, they script well. Number two, I think it's, I think it's, you know, this, this offense that they're running with Cam Newton is different. There's not a lot of film. There's not a lot of tape. There's not a lot of study on it, even though you kind of get the gist of what Cam Newton can do. So anyway, with that being said, I just I think Miami is going to be playing from behind, and I think they're going to be passing the ball. So, you know, I, I don't – it's a gutsy call. I guess I'm talking myself into it. I would, go, I would go Johnson because, A, the matchup is better, and he's finally getting the volume back in that backfield – uh, and I think, and I think the uh, Texans Jets game is going to be a lot more competitive, uh, and I, and I think I think the Texans are going to try to run the football with Johnson. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the phone number you want to get on board. Now's the time to do it. We come back. We'll hear from Cynthia Freeland with her sleeper. Oh, I call them sleeper plays. They're not sleepers, but just you know, she she kind of tees up for us players that uh, aren't the so obvious guys that maybe you might be. Uh, on the fence about every Saturday afternoon and at 1.30, Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network joins me. We talk all things NFL. We take a deep dive into a number of the games. We talk about the spreads. Uh, and then we always end it with some fantasy football talk. And she always shares with us a few nuggets, a few players that she likes heading into each and every week. And we always start off with the quarterbacks. Let's listen in. Interestingly enough, I think you could actually play Jimmy Garoppolo this week if you were looking for, like, I'm not suggesting you're starting him over, like, a guy like Cam Newton, because I'm now assuming that people have gotten wind of Cam Newton being good enough to play in, in fantasy. So, but I, I think you could look at Jimmy G in this matchup, because I do think Kirk Cousins is a great passer, so the, the score is going to stay higher than you might imagine. So I like that one a lot. Um, would you play Jimmy Garoppolo over Trevor, uh, I mean, over uh, Taylor Heineke? You know, I would. I would in this matchup, not because I think that Seattle's defense is so awesome and and wonderful, but because I think in this matchup, one of the things they're going to have to do if they're going to try to beat the Seahawks, who I believe now are favored, they're going to have to run the ball a whole lot more because then they can control the clock. Because Russell Wilson, I told you, the Texans are tied with Washington for giving up the highest completion percentage to deep passes. And we know that Russell Wilson knows how to slang it deep. So I think they'd have to run the ball, which just means not as much production from Heineke from a fantasy point of view. All right, running backs. Who do you like? 
All right. So when I'm looking at the running back situation, and obviously because we've already had three games, some of my favorite sneakier options are already gone. You know, I, I think you want to look at – you could do the Ramondre Stevenson situation if you – I mean, you got to check, of course, injury reports always in, are, are very key to this because Damian Harris, you got to kind of read between the lines and see what the beat writers say ahead of time. I also think that if you're looking forward to the future and meaning who you can get on the waiver wire, we saw Matt Breida be super important and impactful. So I think you could look to pick him up for next, for next week. Yeah, I actually, I picked Matt Breed up. I played him in a number of my, my leagues. I had him as my flex bay. He put up 18 points for me, so I feel really good about that. That last, that last, minute, uh, that last minute touchdown definitely put that over the top for me on Thursday. Wide receivers, who do you get? So I, when I'm looking at my wideouts this week, I think the Nick Westbrook Akina, you could, you could roll with that if you absolutely have to. I want to talk about, I don't know, when, when I was to see, okay, so what's going to go on in a game that I like very, I have a little bit more faith will be a higher scoring game. And I think you maybe want to look at like people have been down on Brandon Ayuk, but like why? So I, I think you go maybe go back to the Brandon Ayuk well here, just because I think there's an opportunity there, especially against uh, Vikings defense, but I think it'll keep it competitive. So I, I think that one's a good one as well. And last but not least, give me some tight ends. All right, so my tight ends this week, I like a few already, but look, I know he's not a fan favorite always because sometimes he gets a bunch of volume, he's on the field, and, and, and they seem to use him, but then other times it's like, well, where did he go? But maybe going forward, you might want to take a look at that Dan Arnold situation. The Jags need to go somewhere with the ball, and it seems like he's at least on the field a lot. I'm not talking about you're not playing him if you have a guy who's actually good or a guy who's actually, like, getting a ton of targets. But if you're looking for, like, a one-off in a situation going forward, that one could be your one-off. Love it. Cynthia Freeland, it's always great to have you on. Thank you so much, my friend. Uh, again, uh, happy so holidays. I'm so grateful for you. Happy Thanksgiving. Again, Cynthia Freeland, who joins us each and every Saturday uh, here on 98.7 ESPN around 1.30 with her, uh, with her little news and nuggets. Um, 800-919-3776, you want to get on board. You've got some questions heading into week 12. Hopefully you're still active and attractive in your fantasy football league. Uh, that would be great. Uh, quick update with me. I'm in 12 leagues. Um, I'm still in it in several. Uh, my, my worst record. I want to believe is uh, five, five and six. I want to say my worst record is out of all the leagues. And my, my best record is nine and two now. And, and I think I shared this last week and I think this is important. I want to share it again because you know, each and every year you go into your fantasy football football draft and and you have a certain uh, draft strategy, right? And each and every year, my draft strategy is always, running back, running back, running back. I like drafting three running backs in the first three rounds. Why? It's, it's really, it's the position that at the end of the day, you know, there's very few cowbells uh, or bell cows, right? Cowbells, bell cows that exist anymore in the NFL, right? Like what is that, uh, you know, a running back who's going to get anywhere between, you know, uh, 15 to six, 15 to 20 carries and then anywhere between, you know, five to 10 targets, whatever the case, there's just, they're, they're a handful. And, you know, Christian McCaffrey, as we know, is one of them. Uh, Cook is another. Uh, Mixon is another. I mean, there's like maybe, maybe five to seven. So 
I like to really focus in on, on running backs. My first, unless of course I get into like round three and there's a really attractive wide receiver that's still on the board that shouldn't be on the board, should have been drafted in the second round and is too, too tempting to pass up. Then, you know, then, then maybe I'll go running back, running back, wide receiver. But typically I go, I go, I go running back all three rounds. So in the, in the two leagues that I'm nine and two, I mean, so out of the 12, two leagues, I'm nine and two, both those leagues, I drafted Josh Allen in the second round. I got Derrick Henry in the first, and I'm sure that has, that, that helped me quite a bit at the start of the season before Derrick Henry went out. Uh, But then I, I derailed. Usually my, my philosophy is, don't touch a quarterback until at least round seven. I don't even like to touch a quarterback until like round nine, to be quite frank. So um, I was able to get Matthew Stafford. Matthew, so in a number of my leagues, Matthew Stafford is my starting quarterback. And in the leagues that I have Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford is my backup quarterback. And I was able to draft him in like in the 10th round this season. But that's diff- that, that's typically my draft strategy. And this season, the two leagues that I'm 9-2, and two, I have Josh Allen as my starting quarterback, and I drafted him in the second round. So, uh, you know, it's just that's another thing in regard to fantasy. Like, you, you live and you learn. You think one strategy is the way to go, and, and it's the best philosophy. And uh, full transparency, as long as I've been doing this, Right now, this day and age in the NFL, it's such a pass-happy NFL. You get your hands on, you know, a quarterback, and I and I know, you know, there's very few and far between. I would imagine, you know, you look at the numbers that Lamar Jackson has been able to put up this week, this this year in fantasy. I'm sure could deliver just the same. But again, that's a quarterback that you would have had to have drafted somewhere in the first, second, or third round. Uh, so anyway, I derailed. I, I went against my draft strategy, but yet those are the two leagues that I'm doing the best in. Just food for thought, food for thought definitely is going to change my draft strategy as I move forward into next season. 800-919-3776, the phone number. Uh, get on board. Last segment for Fantasy Forecast. Last opportunity to get on board. Answer some questions for you at 8 a.m. Matthias Kiwanuka will join us. We will kick off New York game day. We will dive into the Jets and their matchup as they are in Houston, getting ready to take on Tyrod Taylor and the Houston Texans. Uh, we will hear from Rich Samini. He will join us at uh, at 8.30. We also will have Jordan Renan on the show a little bit later, talking about the Giants and all the changes that they made. No more Jason Garrett. Who's calling the plays? It's a little confusing for me. We'll talk about it with Jordan Renan. We'll have our locks of the week. And then, of course, as always, at 10 a.m., Mike Tannenbaum joins us on the program. And uh, we'll get his thoughts on... Because I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, the changes for the Giants are done here. Uh, might be on pause, but uh, depending on how the Giants finish off this season, wouldn't be surprised if this is the last year we see Dave Gettleman. If that's the case, then who's who's on deck? The Jets are in Houston today uh, to take on the Texans with Zach Wilson back under center. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to your calls. Uh, let's go to uh, Akash Akash in Mount Vernon. Yes. Hi. Hi, Anita. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Hi. Excited to be on. First time, long time. I think you are so awesome. No, oh, that's so nice. Thank you. That's very sweet. Thank you. 
Yeah. So I, after hearing Cynthia, who I follow as well, after her um, analysis for Tyler Heineke, I'm a little bit nervous now because I was going to start him. I have Kyler Murray, but he's been dinged up and on a bye this week as well. Um, mm-hmm. So my other options are, should I start Carson Wentz home to the Bucks? You figure they're going to be, you know, maybe he might be throwing at home on their deep, mm-hmm. on their secondary especially. Or should I start Mac Jones perhaps at home to the Titans? Same type of deal with their secondary, or do uh, I just roll with Heineke? Yeah, Mac Jones doesn't pass the ball often. Uh, He only passes the ball thirty twenty. He's he's averaging about twenty six tosses a game. Which, by the way, side note, I like the under. The over under is twenty nine and a half passing attempts for him. I like the under today. Um, I like Heineke. I like Heineke a lot, especially with the news that Curtis Samuel's potentially back. you know, I think I think I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a sneaky good play. I think a lot of points are going to be put up in that game. Uh, I think, uh, but I I really do I really do like Heineke. I'm actually I'm playing I am personally playing Heineke over Russell Wilson today in one of my leagues. Just FYI. Let's go to Joel in Hoboken. Joel, what's up? Good morning, Anita. Good morning, Ty. I just want to say. It was, uh, you know, I, I want the people to know something. I want your people to know something. Akash, Akash, whatever the last caller was, she's nicer on the inside than she is on the outside. <laughs> I got a chance, family, to meet Miss Faye and Miss Anita Marks on Monday night. Put my wife in the car who wanted to go to another bar, but I'm such a guru that I had to run down and miss Miss Anita person to person. I had a great time. My wife thinks you're the greatest. If people would get to know you, um, your ratings were quadruple. You're a sweetheart. You're a good person. Ties with and your radio personality match together perfectly. The show was awesome. Anita, you're as good as a person as I thought you were. We had a blast Monday. Thank you for entertaining my wife. Blessings to you always. Oh, it's very sweet, Joel. It was very it was it was it was great meeting you. It was great meeting your wife. So Ty, um so on Monday night for the Giants game, um I went to the Wicked Wolf. Uh, I had an appearance with Tiki Barber. So, uh, so Tiki and I were there. We were watching the game with a number of people, and we were out there for the first half at the Wicked Wolf here in, in, in Hoboken. And, um, and so Joel was so kind to come out with his wife, and, uh, and, and he watched the game out there. And um, I had a chance to meet him and his beautiful wife, and he's a huge fan of yours, just so you know. <laughs> That's very nice of him. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he, he wouldn't stop talking about you. So... Um, so blessed, just, blessed to be here. The God be the glory. Yeah. So there you go. So so just so you know, um, he's a huge fan of, your, of, of yours. I, I guess he had a fantasy football question. We didn't get to it. I don't know what it is. Uh, I apologize. Uh, hit me up. By the way, um, if uh, once the show starts, it's it's you know we, we try to answer as many calls as we can. A lot of times we don't get back to fantasy football talk. So. Um, a few things. Number one, if you missed any portion of this show, uh, we immediately put it up on social media, whether it's the 98.7 ESPN website. Uh, also, Ty kind of uh, puts it together as a podcast. We have it. We, we get it up on social media. My Twitter account, at Anita Marks. Um, also, uh, the 98.7 ESPN Twitter account. Make sure you follow that as well. So if you missed any portion of the show, you can go back and listen to it. Uh, and also if I, if I was not able to get to your calls or answer any 
fantasy football questions, please hit me up on Twitter. I always try to answer as many fantasy football questions as I can closest uh, as, as we get, as we get closer. Thank you. As we get closer to the one o'clock hour, um, before we do, uh, pass the baton on to our next show, which is New York game day. I always like to give you a list of the players, not the, not so obvious as well that I really like this week. So at the quarterback position, let me some Jalen hurts against the giants, uh, Giants not great against the run, and that's what the Eagles have been doing so well the last four games. Do you know they've rushed for 870 yards in their last four games? It's really unbelievable. Uh, so I love Jalen Hurts today, what he's going to do uh, in the air as well as on the ground against uh, this Giants defense. Uh, Kirk Cousins as well as Jimmy Garoppolo. I love the over in this game. I think a lot of points are going to be scored in this game. And so Kirk Cousins in that Minnesota uh, Vikings defense, uh, they, they, I want to say he had 14 explosive passing plays against the Green Bay Packers defense that argue is top three in the NFL. So uh, I, I, I like this matchup for Kirk Cousins. So I like both Kirk Cousins and Jimmy Garoppolo today. Let me some Cam Newton against the Dolphins. And, uh, and like I said earlier, I, I do like Tyler Heineke against Seattle and uh, I'm going to, I will be playing him over Russell Wilson, just not sold on Russell Wilson. I, I I'm just not. And uh, I, I think, I think the, the, the mentality there right now is what's going to happen next season. Will he be in Seattle? Will he not? What's Seattle going to do? Is Pete Carroll going to come back? I, I just think that that the mindset isn't necessarily winning each and every week now, I think it's about the future of that franchise and future of that organization, which obviously derails players a lot. Uh, running backs, uh, the not so obvious. Let me move down here. I don't, you know, I don't get Darrell Henderson running back for the Rams. I, for whatever reason, I just, I, he just doesn't get a lot of respect. He's really good. And I know this Green Bay Packers defense is good, but I like Henderson today. I, I think he'd be good for you know, 60, 65 yards and a touchdown today against the Green Bay Packers. Love me some Miles Sanders with Howard out. I love Sanders. One of my favorite prop bets is Sanders over rushing yards. Um, Stevenson running back for the Patriots in that backfield now. He definitely proved his worth while Harris was out. So now it's running back by committee. So Stevenson, I think, is a solid flex play today. Uh, Ty Johnson, I think he's going to get a, 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 a lot of volume for the Jets today against Houston. Houston, they don't have a great uh, rushing defense. And David Johnson as well against the Jets. Keep an eye on Mike Davis, especially. I'm, I'm expecting Patterson to be active, but if he's not, could be a big game for Mike Davis because I, I think the Atlanta Falcon-Jacksonville Jaguars game is going to be quite tight where I think uh, Atlanta is going to be committed to running the football. And if Patterson's not there, I think Mike Davis gets uh, the lion's share of, uh, of, of the carries. Uh, wide receivers, I like. Again, not the not-so-obvious. Let me some Debo Samuel. I know that's obvious. I, I just want to make a point here. I, just, I love the way that Kyle Shanahan is utilizing him in the rushing game. Now, Elijah Mitchell is expected back today. So now, you know, does, does that... Will there be less volume? Yes, there'll be less volume. However, the fact that Kyle is utilizing Debo in such a variety of ways, it's it's really, I think it, it opens things up for him to score touchdowns. So I, I love me some Debo Samuel uh, this week, again, against Minnesota, and I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game. Brandon Cooks against the Jets. We know all the reasons why. Michael Pittman against the Bucks. Bucks secondary. Their pass defense is not great. 
Colts at home, and uh, I think he's going to be targeted a lot. DJ Moore against Miami. Devontae Smith against the Giants. T. Higgins against Pittsburgh. I, I said it earlier, Nick Westbrook-Aiken will be the lead wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans going up against New England. I think uh, I think Tennessee is going to be playing from behind, so he should get a lot of volume today. Um Brandon Ayuk against Minnesota. He's finally out of the doghouse with Kyle Shanahan, which means he's a bigger part of the offense, which is nice. I mentioned it before. I like Elijah Moore, especially if there's no Corey Davis. Apparently he's doubtful. So uh, no Corey Davis. Corey Davis is inactive. I really, I like Elijah Moore even more. No pun intended against Houston today. In regard to tight ends, the not so obvious, uh, I do like Gronk. I know that's kind of obvious, but we had a caller earlier ask me, you know, uh, would I play Gronk over? And I'm trying to remember who who he he mentioned, um, and I said that I would. So uh, I think Gronk finds the end zone today. Fryermuth, sneaky great play against Cincinnati, especially since Ebron has been placed on IR. Dan Arnold, we had Cynthia Freeland on earlier. She likes Dan Arnold against Atlanta. I love me probably my favorite tight end, and I'm going to play him in a lot of DFS today. Is Dallas Goddard against the Giants? So he's averaging eight targets a game. Giants aren't great against opposing tight ends. So I really love Goddard today. Evan Ingram, no Sterling Shepard. And if, if uh, Kadarius Toney is inactive, Evan Ingram then becomes the slot wide receiver. And I think he should get a lot of volume here. So I love no Kadarius Toney, no Sterling Shepard. To me, Evan Ingram is elevated from a tight end to a wide receiver. And I wouldn't even mind playing him as a flex play. That's how much volume I anticipate Evan Ingram. But at the same time, let's just, let's keep things in for, we don't even know who's going to be calling the plays, right? <laughs> just ridiculous. We're going to get into that with uh, Matthias Kiwanuka momentarily. Uh, and so th- those are some of the guys that I like that I'm going to be playing uh, in DFS as well, just FYI.